Welcome to Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. I'm your host, Tigrila Gardenia, nature-inspired mentor and leadership coach. In this podcast, I share ancient and modern knowledge from biology to spirituality about the wondrous ways in which plants can help you lead a naturally conscious life. Hello everyone, Tigrilla here, and today we are going to talk about how plants help liberate us from our conditioning. This is part of our Plant Inspired Masterclass series, which happens every second Tuesday of the month in the Naturally Conscious community. Okay, so today I wanna really get into how is it that you can work with plants in order to help us, what's the right word I'm always looking for? Look, first of all, you have to recognize that you have conditioning. To recognize that you have conditioning, you have to know what conditioning is. And then once you've recognized it, once you know what it is, then you can ask the plants for help. So this is how it's gonna work. I'm gonna talk to you about conditioning because it's a long subject, it has a lot of pieces to it, and yet at the same time, once you start to see it, it becomes crystal clear, clear as day. And so I wanna spend a good amount of time really explaining what is conditioning, why it exists, where it comes from, how do you look at it and recognize it. And then from there, we're gonna move into what it is that you can do in order to liberate yourself from it. Now, the conclusion of these um, of this conversation is going to happen in the next masterclass. So that's the place you wanna go for the really juicy conversation and also for us to be able to share our experiences with the group and get some kind of individualized support for your own conditioning. So let me talk about what is conditioning. So from a Delman Hurian perspective, we say we have three main sources for our conditioning. Mind you, our conditioning can come from this life, it can come from past lives, it can come from many different things, many different ways that it kind of comes into our lives, but it really comes from three main sources. The first source, which we call rivers in Damanhur, the first source is your schooling. So how you were taught, whether it's elementary school or high school or even college, it uh, these are the things that you learn as being correct, as being the way you do things and the way that you experience the world based on something that someone has taught you. The second one is your social circle or your culture. So you have what happens around you and this could be your nationality this could be your um, heritage it could be um, different aspects of your peers and and what's going on in peers it could be the media it could be all these things these are the other form of conditioning and the third one is your family heritage right what comes to you directly from your family lineage what you're taught within your family circles what it is that is um, influencing your day-to-day choices now, why do we call these conditionings rather than just learnings or teachings or morals, for instance, is a form of conditioning and such. The reason they're called conditioning is because they condition the way you react to situations and the way that you see the world. So these three rivers flow into you and they become the basis of how you act. Now, in and of themselves, a river of conditioning is not necessarily bad. It becomes detrimental to you in the moment that it holds you back from doing something, or more importantly, it becomes an automatic response. Therefore, you're not applying that conditioning to the current situation. You, um, um, with let's say consciousness or awareness, 
You're not looking at whether or not it really matches up and then making a decision or a determination as to whether or not you should apply something that you've learned. Instead, what happens is that you're, when it becomes conditioning, it means you automatically respond with that. I don't know, a, a benign form is somebody opens a door for you and you automatically say thank you. Now, you have probably been taught that and you might sit down for a second and say, yeah, but what's the problem with that? It's polite. You're absolutely, it is polite. And you know, for you, it's polite. For you, it's the right way to do it. But this means that if you've never thought about it and you've never realized that you were taught this and therefore it is considered to you polite because somebody just taught you that that is what polite society does. When somebody doesn't say thank you, when you hold the door open, you think that person is wrong. You automatically assume that they were given the same instruction that you had. They were taught the same way you were. And therefore, when they don't do it, then somebody made a mistake or somebody was wrong or you judge the way that they think about things or it affects you in some way negatively. Like, why am I going to open the door for that person if they don't even appreciate it? In other words, you're interpreting their behavior based on the conditioning that you were given. And we do this all the time. Most of our judgment comes not from our thoroughly understanding the current circumstances that we're in, but it's by reading, skimming the circumstances and giving a response based on something that I was taught and that I was conditioned to believe and therefore I think is right without taking into consideration whether the actual circumstances and whether the other person has the same form of conditioning. So this is where that type of conditioning can actually get out, go out of control or it can hurt us or it could try to protect us, but in a way that's actually harmful for us. Uh, a great example is, you know, you grew up in a household where your parents always said a penny saved is a penny earned. Now you find yourself as an adult and you have more money in savings, but yet you feel poor because you keep thinking you're just supposed to save. You're supposed to have a lot of money in the bank, but you don't realize that you yourself are not living and enjoying that money. There's a conditioning that believes that when you have a penny, when money comes into your hands, you're supposed to save a large portion of that. But there isn't been an applied understanding, an actual um, modern or present day analysis of really how much money you need. You're just saving it automatically because that's what you were taught. This is where the conditioning goes out of hand. And we have this all over the place. Many of our limiting beliefs are actually conditionings that we've had. Many of our um, misunderstandings, our judgments of other people's behaviors are based on these types of conditioning. Many, many choices we make from the clothes we wear to the way we, we have our hair to um, the, the, how I live my life, like what I do every single day from brushing my teeth comes from conditioning. And in reality, that means that we're not really exercising our free will. Because in order for us to truly exercise our free will, one, we have to be able to see the current situation that we're in. And then if we're going to apply some form of things we were taught or that mainstream society has showed us or that my culture believes in, even as something like, should I celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah or you know a New Year's Eve party, 
any of these types of things, in order for me to make a free will decision on them, I have to bring them into the modern context, into what's happening now. I have to take my lessons and understand the reasoning behind why that lesson. I celebrate Christmas because I'm Catholic, or I celebrate Christmas because I just really like the materialistic part of buying gifts, and that's totally okay. The point being is that if I don't understand the deep-seated reasoning behind it, any kind of tradition, any kind of moral, any kind of society norm, if I don't understand the reasoning behind it, then there's no way for me to be able to apply it to a given circumstance. Therefore, when I apply it, I'm doing it haphazardly without any exercising of my free will, and it's doing it because it's the norm that's pulling and conditioning me rather than me understanding what is happening and taking conscious action, making a conscious decision. So until you can break down and recognize all of your conditionings, and trust me when I say this, it's not always easy. Some of them are so ingrained in us that we don't realize just how much they affect the decisions we make. Like, I don't know, you go to the grocery store, you buy a certain brand and you realize that you never even tasted any other brands. You just think that's the best because that's the brand that your mom bought all the time. Now that's a simple answer and it's not exactly a big deal, but when you get to bigger things like, I don't know, why did I choose this career? Did I really understand the ramifications? Did I make decisions based on what I really want? Or, the, or did I do it because I have some kind of belief like artists are not gonna make any money or I'm not allowed to make money from my art or I'm, uh, you know, it's hard to get a book published so therefore I don't do it. All of these are conditionings. A lot of the little cliches and catchphrases that we use across our lifetimes like things that we are expressions that we use on a regular basis oftentimes are these types of conditionings. So in order to break them down, you kind of have to shine a spotlight on them and you have to give yourself permission to be okay with the fact that you made a bunch of decisions in your life based on these conditionings and give yourself permission to explore them. When should they actually be applied? For example, every time I open the door, does somebody need to say thank you? Or do they see, if it's somebody that I open the door for on a regular basis, maybe they should only say thank you once every three or four times. What feels right? Did that action, when I think about it, in that particular moment when I've opened the door, do I feel like it deserved a thank you? And what do I think that thank you represents from the other person? Because if the other person's just saying it as an automatic response because that's their conditioning, does it really have any value? And so why am I judging somebody else's thank you when I don't understand what's happening behind in their own motivation? So maybe a thank you is not the appropriate gesture, or maybe it is, but maybe the thank you in their culture doesn't come from words. That thank you comes from a, a flick of the wrist of like, yeah, like, or, you know, a, a, a salute or a bowing of the head, or maybe in their culture it comes from something really strange, like taking a jump in one step. If we are just operating from our um, conditioning, then we don't really get to see the person in front of us because that person is filtered through our expectation of how the person should respond. And this isn't, you know, like, again, I'm using some simple experiences, which means 
Somebody could be saying, I love you, or thank you, or I appreciate you using their own way, but because I have my conditioning, I don't see those gestures. I'm looking for what my conditioning taught me to look for. So these are how the rivers work. The rivers really, they, they show you these aspects of, you, of yourself and they force you, they pigeonhole you into a specific type of response that you necessarily have never analyzed and is not even adapted to the current situation because maybe that automatic response is being triggered. But when you go deeper into what's happening in this particular moment, in this particular moment, really the conditions are not exactly the same to trigger that conditioning. They just seemed like they were the same. And in reality, what I want to do is apply a completely different form of logic and I'm not giving myself permission to do so. So this is really what we're going to get into in this masterclass when we talk about how plants help liberate you from conditioning. This is the type of condition we're going to have. So one part of it is going to be about the liberation, but the first thing is how the plants can help us really understand and see this type of conditioning. Because until we take off our blinders, until we recognize that 90% of our world, 90% of our actions taken every day are actually coming from conditioning, we're really gonna struggle to get out of this automated response and to stop judging situations around us based on these automatic responses. And so again, I'm not seeing neither the situation nor the people around me for who they truly are. I'm seeing it for what my conditioning has taught me to look for. So I can only see what I'm looking for and what I'm looking for is not necessarily what's happening because it's filtered by my conditioning. I hope that was clear because that's, that's like a tricky little situation. It's not super, super simple to kind of get into that because again, we are in the middle of the conditioning inside of it. So it, there's almost kind of no way for you to really see how it is that you get out of it until you give yourself permission to have made a bunch of mistakes, to maybe not have seen, uh, to, you know, you just have to give yourself permission and to explore it. And I can tell you from my own experience, I, when I first started learning about conditioning and I realized that I, a big part of my judgment, and I am, can be a very judgmental person. Anybody who knows me from 20 years ago will agree. Actually, anybody who knows me from 10 years ago will agree. Until I started working with the plants, I didn't even understand that that was what was causing my judgment was the fact that I was leaning heavily on my conditioning and I actually wasn't making any choices or seeing situations for what they are today. So this really opened my world and I'm looking forward to having this conversation in our next Plant Inspired Masterclass on how the plants can help you see this conditioning and then how do they help you process through it so that then with kids help, we can actually liberate ourselves from the conditioning one condition at a time. It's not an automatic thing. I'm going to be warning you. It's not like, oh, I see it now and everything is conditioning. Free will, exercising your free will is huge and it takes time to get there. So I look forward to seeing you second Tuesday of the month in the Naturally Conscious community 
Everything you need is in the description and show notes so you can join us live. See you there. Thanks for listening to this episode of Reconnect with Plant Wisdom. Intro and outro music by Steve Shuley and Poinsettia from The Singing Life of Plants. Join us in the Naturally Conscious community at community.tigrilagardenia.com.